0: Trevor Zegras broke the internet, and this team is still winning? Man, this Ducks team is fun to watch. Let's hit it. Your locked on Ducks. Your daily podcast on the Anaheim Ducks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. Ooh-wee. Ooh, boy. How's it going, everyone? I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez. Covering hockey for over a decade, this is Locked on Anaheim Ducks, your daily podcast covering the Ducks, and we have a little something special this weekend. We're going to have a double header today. We're going to have one in the afternoon, one in the evening, since we haven't gotten to talk about the last three games over the past four days. There's been a lot of hockey over the past few days, so let me explain what exactly happened. So I had a show on Thursday. I tried to upload it. It didn't upload properly, so... Not on my side, but on the other side, on the side of the technical where the MP3 goes up, it was not loading. So the goals Thursday wasn't up on Thursday. It was up on Friday instead. And I had to work on Friday. I had a game to public address announce. And then I was like, well, it's a little late now. I may as well just have a doubleheader on Saturday. So here it is. We've got three games to talk about. And this is going to be pretty fun. Just talking about this Ducks team that, as of right now, has won pretty much every game recently dating back to the game against the lightning they are seven out of eight points on the road trip so far that's the big picture big picture they're looking really good small picture some of these guys especially the young guys they're looking good so we're going to jump all the way back to Wednesday's game against the Toronto Maple Leafs we'll go over that one quickly since that one happened a few days ago the Ducks didn't have a bad game against Toronto. They really didn't. I would say that the end of the game, they were starting to get more and more confidence as it wore on. Now, the Ducks did get outshot pretty badly on this game. They got outattempted badly on this game. The first period, it was 17-5 in favor of Toronto as far as shots. Second period was 14-6, but somewhere in the middle of that second period, the Ducks kind of woke up and started to gain confidence. And from about 8 minutes, 7 minutes on, it was a pretty even game between the Ducks and the Maple Leafs. Starting off early on, Toronto, they came out firing after Sam Steele scored, you know, early on, 2 minutes into the period, making it 1-0. But power plays did it for Toronto. Now, I have said on this podcast that the penalty killing had been good for the Anaheim Ducks. It has. It was hovering around 88%. That's great. But this is the Toronto Maple Leafs. If you thought the Ducks had a great power play this season, Toronto is above that. Toronto is number two in the National Hockey League in power play. Second in the entire league. They were at about a 28% clip. And over the last couple of weeks, I would say, I think it was like the last eight or nine games, they were at about a 36 to 37% power play rate. Those are mind-boggling numbers. That's like Edmonton Oilers' first month of the season numbers. When you're scoring a power play two out of every five times, you know that's a good power play. And just the movement on it. The Ducks couldn't really do anything about it. And that's where the Ducks... I, I wouldn't say they're lacking because Toronto's power play was just that good. Mitch Marner scored. Then Willie Nylander scored. And then John Tavares scored three power play goals in a row. After that third power play goal, the Ducks really really woke up after that. And then it was time for everyone to step up and they did. Jakob Silfverberg, he stepped up and scored only his third of the season, but his second over the last two weeks, so maybe he's heating up, maybe. I don't know. But that made it 3 to 2 Toronto. Then the third period, both teams were even on shots. They were almost even on shot attempts as well. So this tells me that the Ducks did not give up even though they could have folded over and said, uh, you know what, this is Toronto, this is a really good team. If we lose this game, it's fine, it doesn't matter. No, what the Ducks showed me that day was they showed me tenacity. They showed me that they do not give up and this has been their MO for most of the season. Last season's Ducks would have just given up. This season's Ducks, they don't do that. They keep at it. They keep punching, especially against a quality team like the Toronto Maple Leafs and even strength. They, they were good. They were really good in that third period by, you know, not taking any penalties finally. In fact, the only penalty in that third period was against Toronto, a Travis Dermott holding call against Troy Terry, who we'll talk about a little bit later. So the Ducks did have a power play. It was a good power play. They got some good shot attempts off, but nothing just went through. It was just one of those things. Then my cousin Vinny, Vinny Leteri, tied things up late in the third, making it 3-3. Three to three, And I don't think anybody expected that. We were all kind of watching this going, well, if they lose, it's fine. You know, they at least got the first game of the road trip. We didn't expect them to beat Toronto. At least they beat Boston. I could, I saw some of the tweets some of the Ducks fans were beginning to get resigned by saying, well, they were bound to crash at some point. And then they came back. Then it was like, whoa. It wasn't so much happiness. It was more shock. Like, did this just happen? Did the Ducks really just come back? Are we a little bit surprised by this? The only reason we were surprised by this is because of the caliber of team they were up against. Toronto's a very good team. They are... President's Trophy caliber players. That's a that's a President's Trophy team right there. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe there could be the curse on the Maple Leafs. They could win the President's Cup, then they'll lose again. But nonetheless, <laughs> so that one went to a shootout. Boy, that was that was a shootout, wasn't it? You had Jason a scoring, and then you had Trevor zegris with a nice little goal in the shootout. Now that, that was a good one. I will give him that. Then Austin Matthews scored, making it 2-1 on the shootout. Troy Terry, he couldn't get in. It was just one of those things. Austin Matthews' shootout goal was a thing of beauty. That was the game-winning goal for the Toronto Maple Leafs. They were victorious 4-3. But you know what? If you had told me that the Ducks would get a point out of Toronto, I would have been happy with that. I wouldn't have expected that result. And I have a feeling that a lot of the Ducks fans didn't expect that to go their way as well. So, nonetheless, we saw Zegris highlight. We saw Ducks comeback. They were outshot 44 20, but they did not give up. And they did give up three power play goals against one of the best power play teams in the league. So, I'm not too torn up about the special teams in this one. Not too torn up. But one other kind of small takeaway from this game, Mike Stuthers is a guy of class. Mike Stuthers allowed Sam Carrick, who was a former Maple Leaf, former Marley, and Jamie Drysdale, a Greater Toronto Area native, he let both of them start the game, and they were both out there on the blue line during the National Anthems. I thought that was a super cool moment, and even even though there was no fans... It was still cool to see the looks on the faces of Carrick, and especially Drysdale, being on the blue line for the Anthems. That's another reason why we just love Mike Stuthers around here. One of the classiest guys out there. Absolutely. Alright, we're going to head into the first intermission, and we're going to talk all about what the heck happened in Montreal. But first... Let's talk about Built Bar, which is the best tasting protein bar ever. And folks, if you haven't tried Built Bar by now, what what are you doing? They're they're out there. It's at Built.com. There's a lot of great flavors. I have a Built Bar right next to me. It's the Churro Puff. It is delicious. So if you haven't tried the Built Puffs or the Built Bars or the Built Boost yet, head over to Built.com right now, right now. And use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order of Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. Coming up after the first intermission, we're going to talk about it. Trevor Zegers breaking the internet once again. Stay locked in. Welcome back to Locked On, Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You are locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez, and we've got a fun game to talk about. I've been chomping at the bit, thinking about what I was going to say about that Trevor Zegers magic that happened in Montreal. I was thinking about it for a long time, and the best I could come up with was, ah, oh my god, yes, Trevor Zegers broke the internet... Once again, with a Michigan goal, he pulled off the lacrosse-style goal at Bell in front of exactly zero fans. What I loved about the post-game interview, by the way, was that Trevor Zegers jokingly said, Yeah, we kind of fed off the energy of the fans there. (laughs) Ha ha! Love it! Oh, Z knows just what to say and when to say it. So, let's talk about that game on Thursday. The Ducks came out... Firing on this game. Sam Carrick scored early on making it 1-0. Then Cam Fowler and Troy Terry both on the power play. The Ducks special teams came back strong on this one. Troy Terry's 24th of the season by the way. Oh and Terry also had a slick cross-eyes pass to Cam Fowler on the left side for Fowler's 6th of the season and Troy Terry's 24th at the time. That made it 3-0 early on. So right away we're thinking, okay, the Ducks look really good right now. They're about set to obliterate, uh, just obliterate Montreal. Some were saying, oh, it's going to be like a 7-1 game now just because there's absolutely no one there. And Montreal can't feed off of any, you know, kind of energy. So a lot of you out there were saying... Yeah, it's time, it's time to give up on this one. This is not... Okay, w- whatever. Whatever, guys. Because Montreal did come back for about 10 seconds. They kind of came back. After Troy Vetchkin's goal. Uh, so around that time, we did find out that Ryan Gesloff did take one for the team. He did get a four-minute power play for the Ducks because Lauren Dauphin... Got a high stick on Getzloff. So just about a minute before, we found out that Getzloff was not coming back. So I'm like, ah, great. So Getz, he's not returning. El Capitan. And then we had a couple of highlight reel goals that I still cannot believe. First, you had this amazing goal by Jake Evans as he's falling down. Jake Evans on a nice feed a great feed from, I think it was Rem Pitlick who fed him. And then Jake Evans, just as he was falling down, trying to get something off. And he was almost horizontal when he just flicked the wrist and got it just, just over the shoulder of Anthony Stolars. That was a very sick goal. And under normal circumstances, that would be the goal of the game. And I would say, oh, that's the catalyst for Montreal at that point. I thought, oh, crap, here we go. And then something miraculous happened. Something amazing happened. So let me describe this play that went down with Trevor zegris after the Evans goal. So the Ducks did win the initial faceoff. And it went right to Simon Benoit on the left side. Then Benoit kind of flung it around the horn to Jakob Silverberg, who had a little bit of trouble handling the puck. But he was right there too. And the puck did creep to Trevor zegris He picked up the loose change. Went around, like, kind not slowly, but just kind of, like, not nonchalantly either. Just kind of like, okay, I'm going to pick up this puck. The ice is good. The stick is good. The tape job is good. So, Zegres kind of went around the goal and went on the right side of the goal and pulled off the lacrosse. Oh, man. Even just thinking about that goal, it gives me chills. Just absolute chills. My God, Sam Montembo, I felt bad for that guy. Because he kind of looked to his left, looked around, and as soon as he realized what had happened, he kind of went, Oh, man. So Montembo got scored against Trevor Zegers with the amazing, amazing Michigan goal. That made it 4-1 to Anaheim. At that point of the game, I thought it was over. Trevor Zegers broke the internet once again. Everybody's going nuts. The Michigan alert. Everybody's tweeting about it. Bally Sports West, NHL Gifts, NHL, all the all the higher up people that cover the game. They were all clamoring about it. That was amazing. Whew. And then, of course, I jokingly asked the Canadians, folks, how much fun is tonight going to be? Yeah, we had no idea just how much fun it was going to be. Because Zegras kind of swiped it up on the blade of his stick, just behind Monson And went, oh, 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 there we go. Oh, and then he got the tongue out a la Michael Jordan. You know what? I'm going to make that comparison because why the hell not? Trevor Zegra sticking his tongue out like a young Air Jordan going, ah, just like that in front of the non existent crowd. And you could tell he was excited about it. You could tell that he he knew what exactly he did. Pumped his fist in the air everybody's going nuts on the Ducks bench. The look on some of the faces on the bench, including Manson, he just looked like, holy crap, what the hell was that? That was the look he had. And then Trevor Zegras scored again. He was on hat-trick watch at the end of the second period, where it was a great feed from Troy Terry once again. It was Drysdale to Terry to Zegras. That made it 5-2 to two Anaheim. I thought it was over. I was on hat-trick watch at that point, And I'm just trying to gather my thoughts going, okay, what the hell was that? Trevor Zegers, are you kidding me? He got two goals. And I did like, I think it was Shayna who posted on her Twitter like, oh, Zegers with just another boring goal, another ho-hum goal. Ha ha ha. <laughs> I mean, it was a great goal, but nothing compares to the lacrosse goal. Nothing compares to the flying Z goal. They were both amazing. Ah, uh, the Ducks did kind of fall apart a little bit towards the end. Jake Evans did score, making it a two-goal game. And then Laurent Dauphin made it a one-goal game. And some Ducks fans were getting just a little bit worried. Just a little bit. Fortunately, the Ducks did win 5-4 to four on a game that, frankly... It wasn't their best ending game. It was a great 30 minutes, great 35 minutes. They kind of let this one almost slip away, and the Ducks have to be careful about that in the future. But nonetheless, it is two points. It's two big points against the Canadians, but that game will be forever remembered for Trevor Zegres finally pulling off the Michigan goal and I'll have a little bit more to talk about as far as Trevor's egress after the second intermission. But first, let's talk about BetOnline.ag, which is the one place that has you covered and the one place that we trust. Folks, the NFL playoffs are heating up. It is conference weekend, so if you haven't checked out the latest lines from there, head over to BetOnline.ag. They also have boxing, MMA, they have the NBA, the NHL, whatever sport you want. Check out those lines at betonline.ag and use promo code LOCKEDON to get your 50% welcome bonus. Once again, that's betonline.ag, the exclusive online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. And please gamble responsibly. Welcome back to the Trevor's Egress Hour presented by Locked On Anaheim Ducks. You're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez, and we're going to talk more about it. Okay, so that Trevor Zegras goal was beyond amazing. This is something that he has been practicing for a while. And I'm going to go back to last season in the modified AHL bubble. And the reason I'm going back there is because Zegras almost did the Michigan last year as well. And I think a lot of Ducks fans are aware of this, but some are probably not because I'll, I'll be honest, let's face it. Not everybody follows the San Diego goals. Not everyone follows the American Hockey League. I get that. So this is me just reminding you guys about all that happened last season with the goals. Trevor Zegers did try to pull off a Michigan. This was a home game in February. I want to say it was against the Henderson Silver Knights. And Zegers didn't quite pull off the Michigan. So he tried it the first time. It didn't quite work. So he got the puck on the same shift about 20 seconds later, wound up faking a Michigan, and wound up getting a sweet assist for an easy goal for San Diego. And I'm trying to remember who that goal was. I want to say it was Carrick or Paul Dorosky. It was one of those high-scoring guys. But Zegris has tried this before in professional, and it didn't quite work out. So the fake Michigan I thought was cool because he probably could have tried it there, But instead, he realized, oh, there's someone wide open on the right side. So he faked the Michigan, passed it off, got an easy assist. In this case, he kind of did this in stride where he realized there's an opening right in the back. And this is something that you kind of have to be careful about with Trevor Zegres. Both of these amazing goals have taken place behind the net. And you've got to think at some point, someone's going to be defending him behind the net but that's not something that you're typically supposed to do a lot of old school hockey people will say no you do not defend someone behind the net because if you defend someone behind the net and they come out then you're leaving someone open along the slot or you're leaving someone else open around the home plate area around the faceoff dots so typically you don't see a lot of teams defending behind the net and that was where Wayne Gretzky got almost all of his points. That was Gretzky's domain in the 80s and the 90s. Was Gretz made a home back there behind the net. Which explains all those great assists that he had. And that accounted for, you know, maybe half of his assists were back behind the net. That was his domain. Zegras is doing the exact same thing. Now, I'm not going to compare Zegras to Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> I'm, I'm just not. Because they're not the same player. I I hate to break it to you, Ducks fans, but Trevor Zegers isn't the great one junior. But that doesn't mean that Zegers can't become a superstar back there. What I'm saying is if he can emulate some of those key moves that Wayne did, then I could see Zegers having an immense amount of success in this league. You had the fake lacrosse. Against Henderson in the American Hockey League. You had the attempted lacrosse. You had some great, sick assists with San Diego last season. And you've got some good plays from Zgris this season behind the net. Need I remind you about the flying Z goal that happened in Buffalo? Yeah, there there was that. There was the filthy, filthy flying Z, the Zgris, the alley oop, whatever you want to call it. There was that pass to Sonny Milano. And that was that was amazing. That was the one that I think broke the internet because we hadn't seen anything like that before. And that just tells you the creativity that is in Zgris's mind. And honestly, I cannot wait till next weekend to see what Zgris does in the skills competition in Las Vegas. I cannot wait. But nonetheless, Zgris with another fine play. This lacrosse goal did break the internet. I think the one in Buffalo broke the internet even more, but this one's up there. This one's definitely up there, and we should commend Trevor Ziegris for having this immense creativity, and we shouldn't be looking at guys like, oh, I don't know, Torts, John Tortorella, kind of trying to backtrack a little bit, saying like, no, I'm not saying this isn't a good play. It's a skill play. Yes, Tortorella really said, quote, it's a skill play, end quote. There was more to that quote, but you get what I mean. Torts is trying to circle back, trying to back off from that, but you know, he's still Torts. I don't think he quite likes the flashiness of it. Look, it's a flashy play, sure, but did it score a goal? Yes. Did it help the Ducks win the game? Yes. The way I see it, if it helps your team win, then why not try anything? That goal at Buffalo, did it result in a goal? yes was he hot dogging for the sake of hot dogging not necessarily he made that creative play in order to get a goal same thing in montreal he made a creative play in order to get a goal they left him wide open behind the net completely wide open behind the net and there was no one no one guarding Zgris on the right side of the net so that made it look easier than it probably should have been if Montreal was playing competent defense at the time, which they were not. So there you go. That's my thoughts on Zgris. And I talked about the comparisons between Z and Gretzky. Zgris has a long way to go. He's only 20 years old, folks. He's still got a ways. And for the record, I cannot wait till the second drop of the dude t-shirts come out. I know those are going to be immensely popular. And... I I would totally get one. I would totally get a dude t-shirt and rock that thing at Honda Center. Because it looks super cool. And you could imagine that everyone watching had that same reaction to the Michigan goal. So, yeah. Alright. That was the Zegres Appreciation Hour, folks. I hope you enjoyed that. And I hope you get to enjoy Zgris as much as I have the past few seasons. One more point I want to make. I had this written down and I almost forgot... So I just want to point this out. All of these Zegras highlight goals have happened to come against small crowds. You had the fake Michigan out in the Irvine bubble where there was no crowd. Just a few people and that was it. I was lucky there. Then you had the toe-lip goal against the Ontario Reign in El Segundo. Very few people there except for a slew of scouts that happened to come by that game. And GM, at the time, Bob Murray, among others. Yeah, I was lucky on that one. Then you had that alley goal at Buffalo in front of about 5,000 fans. And then you had this amazing goal in Montreal in front of zero fans. So, hey, you know what? Maybe that's it. Maybe if Zegres does this in front of not many fans, maybe that's where he could do it. So I hate to break it to you, Ducks fans. But if there's over 10,000 folks at the Ponda, chances... I say this jokingly, folks. I don't take this seriously i say this jokingly but if there's over 10,000 fans don't expect them to do anything like that <laughs> i'm really kidding but it just it's just a coincidence that he's done this against not many fans which is kind of a shame thank god for cameras <laughs> all right that's how i'm going to end this show just kind of jokingly but it's all in fun i mean if you're watching this ducks team this season you're having a lot of fun if you're watching the ducks and thinking hey they're better than i thought yeah it's a lot of fun If you're thinking about joining the Ducks bandwagon, come on in. There's a lot of room. There's certainly a lot of empty room from the past couple of seasons when the Ducks have been abysmal. So, hey, come on in. Come on into the bandwagon. Come on into the Z-Train. I know that's a main reason why you want to come on is Trevor Zegras, and we wouldn't blame you at all. All right. That was fun. That's going to do it. Thank you for listening. Don't forget that this podcast is free and available across all platforms, including Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, among others. I'm on Twitter at StimpyJD. The show's Twitter is at LO underscore Ducks. If you happen to be listening to this on a Saturday night, we will have a late night Saturday episode, a bonus episode, because I cannot wait until Monday to talk about the game that happened this morning in Ottawa. So we are going to have... A bonus episode late tonight talking about that game and talking about some of the great stuff out of that game in Ottawa as well. We had the Trevor Zegers Appreciation Hour now we're going to have the John Gibson Appreciation Hour later tonight. So don't forget that. And to peel back the curtain a lot. Um, the reason I'm not doing this right away is I'm doing public address for the Ontario Junior Rain. So if you happen to be in the area and want to catch the Ontario Junior Rain, it's going to be a lot of fun. So definitely check that out. Alright, thank you all so much for listening. It is greatly, greatly appreciated. For Locked On Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the night. Please continue to be safe out there, be kind to one another, and Ducks fly together.